and welcome everyone to episode 85 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, uh, Brendan Bovia, letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super, Kaiju number eight, and many, many more. Uh, and it just, it feels kind of weird to be back at the manga. <laughs> We've had a longer break this time around. I mean, last time we took this long of a break from the manga is when we started catching up with the movies and we had to do the first three in a row. But yeah, that was, uh, you know, varying quality. We went from something pretty good to, well, honestly, something still good. And we got some amazing stuff coming up, but it is it does feel weird to go back to the chapter format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a bit. It's like, oh, right, this is uh, that between that and um, the, the manga has been taking a lot of breaks recently. So like the like the One Piece manga hasn't been in my brain that much lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's sort of been talking about the anime for reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the anime and of course the live action. It feels like the the, the manga. Is, I don't want to frame it like uh, it's taking a back burner, but just like you know, it, it's uh, it's we've been getting chapters less often. Yeah, so it's, it's steadily going while other things have gotten the chance to be a highlight. And it's, hey, you know what? Yeah, That's fine. Exactly. And you know what? We're still we're still far behind. I took a look and it's like, oh god, they're almost at eleven hundred. <laughs> you were almost at 1100 yep. and, and, and yep, him yep. hitting a thousand is when i was like you know i wonder if i should do this and actually catch up that's yeah. when i got the inspiration like, like like man i should read one piece again and that's what yeah well i mean it's the whole genesis uh, of this podcast this podcast is like just under two years old and so in that time frame we've only gotten another 100 chapters or so i think that's pretty good yeah that's that's pretty solid <laughs> honestly Oh boy, but uh, yeah, we we got Enos Lobby to take care of, and things are certainly ramping up. But let's let's go ahead and see what we're in for this time around with chapter three hundred and eighty-one, fired, and things are ramping up for the uh, Golden Week's big plan. I I was not expecting it to ramp up this way. I I had just a, like kind of a dark laugh at this. I I right like Hina's going for it. Uh, just yeah, like she doesn't play. No, it's it's like all right, Golden Week five three. Turn yourselves in, or we're 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 chopping off her head, or no? Yeah, she'll hang. Valentine she'll hang. Will hang. He's <laughs> like, jeez, public hanging. Holy crap! He <laughs> goes hard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, and we don't even know where Mister Three is. <laughs> no, we don't. So, I, this is quickly becoming one of the top chapter stories for me. It's it's great, honestly. It's it's super good. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that evolves as we go on. But last time the. Uh, Rocket Man arrived with uh, Sanji and Zoro already stepping out and clearing out some guys. And uh, we got some banter as the Marines are like, it's that bounty hunter stooge. He's like, ah, I called you. And Sanji's like, yeah, I called you a stooge. He's like, don't even recognize you. You're Pirate A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you didn't even have a wanted poster. <laughs> oh, it's good. And then they notice, like, oh, they got more of them coming out of the train. It's like, uh, blow it up. And they blow up the Rocket Man, which, uh, which sends. Uh, Sniper King's mass flying. It's like, oh no, what's well, all about that? I, and oh, I, I gotta say, the biggest shock about this entire set of chapters, like I did not see this coming, and I, 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 I don't even know how to put it. Usopp was Sniper King. We got that reveal. I don't know what to believe anymore. Right. I don't know. This whole this whole story arc is, you know, it's been about ulterior motives and, you know, dual identities and who can you really trust? And I'm just I'm feeling really shocked and just really I'm going to need time to process. Right. I mean, Usopp is not one to lie to his friends at all. 
So he would never. No, no, he would never. So the fact that it turned out to be, that he was sniper king all the, the whole time and keeps fooling poor, poor chap, Chopper, I, I feel betrayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we got, uh, we got that identity revealed. That's, that's definitely huge, but I suppose we should move on because I, I love how they play this where I love this gag. Yeah. Cook, uh, Cook comes out and she's like, Hey, there's an old lady present and a child and a little animal. We're fragile. They made us operate the train. It's like, that's brilliant. How to keep them out of trouble. I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me too. I, I don't really remember now that they're here, what they do kind of for the rest of the arc. I think they just kind of hang so, out based on what we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like, I mean, they're, they're, they are, of course, completely complicit. But and I'm, I'm glad that they are at least like, like it, it's hard to feel bad that they're shifting the blame on the Straw Hats when they're, they're already like, hey, you, you just drove a train straight into a government facility. So <laughs> like, there's, there's not really much more damage they could do at this point. Not really. And Nami immediately stepping up. Uh, using her new climate baton, uh, using the cool ball and heat ball and showing it off. He shows her lightning power and use the new Thunderbolt tempo that certainly got a a power increase where she electrifies everyone, almost herself. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) she's just like just diving out of the way, diving out of the way straight into bonking Usopp. Uh (laughs) She's like, it's not selective. And it's like, they don't blame me. It must be something with the way you used it. Like, holy crap. She, yeah. Nami got a power increase with this. The aftermath of it too was just, just everybody knocked out. Yeah. Even Zoro and Sanji are fried. she has a higher kill count than Zoro and Sanji at this point, yeah, who were also got caught in the crossfire. Like, just an entire crowd just downed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's, I love how she's like, hey, Sniper King, you're the one that needs to apologize. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's your fault for not making it too powerful, doesn't, I guess. Doesn't even acknowledge that it's her fault. And I love this, like, from the the, the Frankie family. It's like, I thought the girl was just backup, but no, she's a full-fledged uh, full fledged warrior, so. Yeah. Dang. I was like, I, I like that little acknowledgement. It's like, the you know, not just back up here. Yeah, I, I feel. Say. I feel like that's it's kind of planting the seeds. I feel like for uh, how this arc will go. Mm-hmm. And then they see an explosion in the distance. It's like, well, that's got to be that's Luffy. Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go after him. Yeah, I kind of find it interesting. Like this is kind of our. Uh, we're, we're kind of moving into the next section of the story where it's like, okay, now we know we kind of got a general idea where Luffy is. So like the rest of the crew still has to play catch up. Pretty much, because he's still rampaging and just, God, again, the paneling of just how he's taken out all these guys, the movement, the flows, the spears, just everything. And uh, he's like, man, they just keep coming. I got to move forward. And he finally he's like notices them. It's like, oh, hey, they came. That to make it easier. And he's able to just keep getting away. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's just, he's too nimble. They can't catch him. Yep, and it's time for. It seems like it's time for Zoro and Sanji to fight. Even even Chopper's ready to go, but Nami and Sniper King. Or uh, no, it's it's Sniper King in my heart. That's where Sniper yeah. Island is, and it's still Sniper <laughs> King in my heart. Yes. And they're they're getting ready to take him on, but that's when Polly shows up. Is like, no, no, get on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like save your strength. Come with me if you want to live. Right. It's time to ride. I think it's Gamora. It's, I can't remember. It's no, it's Sodom. I think it's, it's Sodom. Sodom. Yeah, yeah, I think Gamora's the um the, the striped, striped one. one. Yeah, hop on Sodom. It's not time to rampage. We need to go. So grab onto the ropes yeah. and l- let's go. So 
the Marines start to have to run out of the, the way. Frankie family gets on Gamora and uh, Cook Road just sort of a cheers them on as they rampage yeah, through. <laughs> what a panel of just like the giants, like riding off of the giant seahorses in the middle of the crowd where, while Cook Road sees them off, just like holding a, holding a bottle of liquor in her hand. Just, Don't die! <laughs> <laughs> All the while, the Marines riding on these dog attack dogs trying to catch up with them. It's like, what the heck is going on? One Piece is such a special manga. <laughs> yeah, you never know what you're in for. But obviously, we can't let these guys catch up. So Polly and the rest of Galila are like, hey, if you meet them, tell them they're fired. <laughs> yeah. And then they jump off yeah. to get deal with the uh, Marines that are chasing after them. And it's like, ah, let's get Galila to show off. It's such a it's such a good just kind of like, we'll take care of this. You guys go on kind of moment. You know, I mean, they've they've already like shown off what they can do but it's it's cool kind of being like all right you know they're they're basically playing the the distraction yeah i mean it's, it's still impressive because this is you know the group of a thousand soldiers that luffy cut down yeah. as we heard later it's I, I i think at some point we heard here that he t- he's personally taking out 300 but that's still 700 guys left yeah and the, 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 I love how the Marines are freaking out. It's like, ah, they can't take out these guys. It's like, oh, no, they demolished the guard force. And then, then like, oh, they're going to attack it ba- back. It's like, uh, oh, no, they were demolished again. Who are these guys? <laughs> I'm actually really surprised how how much the Galila guys are just, like, owning the the Navy folks here, the uh, the government guys. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I knew they were strong, but, like, the, the, showing just, like, the gap in strength. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot bigger than I was expecting, which is it's cool. It's satisfying. Yeah, it it definitely gets the feeling that it's it's strength in numbers rather than real strength. Although they're strong guys, to be sure. But it's more about the numbers game in this one. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. It's it's, it's fun to see. But that's that's the chapter. Like I was actually when I was reading it the first time, I was like, oh, it's already over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's that's certainly interesting. Little fun SBS though before we move on, where it's like as always asking about the names of Robin's powers, and he's like, "Oh, um, the numbers are are Spanish. Uh, Fleur is of course flower in French. Uh, some like Cletcher from English. It's all mixed up. But if it sounds good, it works for me. And there's no there's no yeah. convention, <laughs> more or less. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody asking, it's like, man, I would really like to know about Robin's past. It's like, hmm. <laughs> save the next to, until the next volume because I'll do my stay best. tuned. I feel like there's things that readers will ask in the SBS segments that are just like, hey, you know, what's the deal with this thing? Um, and then Oda is just kind of like, you know, like, oh, we'll, we'll come to that like way later. Um, but it, it's funny how quickly you're just like, yeah, you can kind of assume we're probably in store pretty soon. I think <laughs> Yeah, this whole arc is about Robin. Yeah. Uh, Oda is like, I, it, it's coming. Don't don't you worry about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Let him cook. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get to chapter 382, Demon Layer, where, uh, hey, here's Mr. Three, and I could never tell it was him. I mean, he has... No, yeah. <laughs> I love that hoodie so much. The hoodie is so good. The hoodie being, like, covering the three as well. And is it is it poking through? It might be. I'm not sure. It's just or, above. I think, yeah, I think his top knot is like poking through the hoodie something like that um, it, it either way it's amazing he it's even has his bow with the th- like all the obvious threes how did they not <laughs> figure that out no? yeah <laughs> and i mean i 
assuming that Kuka Island was where they were all at, that like this all this happened and we had no idea that Mr. Three was also here, it is just like, all right, nope. Nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care that uh, Golden Week is getting hanged. <laughs> or for Valentine. Oh, yeah, that not Golden Week. It's Valentine. Gosh, why can I never remember Valentine's name? I would hope that they don't hang the little girl. <laughs> I don't know. He might at this rate. It's uh, hard to yeah, say. She doesn't play games. Nope. But uh, time to continue the rampage is Sodom and Gomorrah just just take out all these Marines. All the while, the Frankie family are firing their guns and just taking out as many as they can. Bombs are being shot at the pirates as they're like, of course, as they're going past. And Zora's just knocking them back like nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's a full-blown ba- war. Yeah. It, God, honestly... It feels way larger scale now that I'm thinking about it than anything we've seen up to this point, which I feel like I say a lot, but even compared to like the conflicts in Alabasta and Skypea, just like the amount, the amount of characters on screen, the people involved and, you know, be, there being like thousands of, uh, you know, government agents here, like it's all it's just pretty wild. I, I think what the big difference here is that it's a lot of nameless soldiers fighting in Alabasta. We know a lot yeah. of the characters or recognize a lot of them for this. So it just feels that yep. much more... In the fray. Yeah, exactly. It's time to take a little break from that as uh, we get reminded on why we hate Spandam. Well, I mean, and he just he just lays it all right there for us, really. Oh, God. It's it's awful. It's just he's beating up on Frankie. He's like acting all superior. He's like just arresting you for past crimes was so easy compared to Iceberg because we find out why Iceberg did the things he did. He set up the corporation by uniting the shipyards, setting up a corporation and getting close to the government to make them to, to, to the point that they're a major shipbuilder for the government uh, and becoming the mayor. He became popular, supported and indispensable. So they didn't, they had to be very careful on how to handle him, which is why I guess they had to go settle for CP nine in order to get the blueprints. Yeah. It's keep your friends close and your enemies closer, but and that, that explains to Frankie like why he did that all the, all that all those years and it's just like, oh man, and then all of a sudden Alkaji told Spandams like Nico Rama's on the way on a pirate ship for Water Seven, and that's when he's like, oh, I planned the whole thing out and got my approval for the Buster call, so uh, I it all worked out. I'm a genius. I got the two people I need to activate the ancient weapons we- ancient weapon right here. And the power to rule whichever country I wish is in my hands. It's like, oh, this guy's megalomaniacal already. Yeah, any any sort of illusions that anybody might have had that like anything that he's doing is for justice. You know, it, it's all it's all just self serving nonsense at the end of the day. Which I mean, you, you'd kind of expect, but mm-hmm. <laughs> again, he he just kind of lays it all right there. Just just like yeah, you know, he just wants he just wants power. What you just uh, you, you get just sick of him. But I also love that a simple question from Robin. Is mm-hmm. enough to like break the facade because that face that he gives, like, why did how could you give you authority for a buster call? Yeah, and Wait. oh, right here, I'm like, oh, this guy needs to go. I got like, oh, I hate him, I hate him because <laughs> yeah. he just yeah. punches Robin for asking that question, yeah, and just starts uh, it's, berating yeah. her that the O'Hara and all that stuff. It's like, if I had not recognized the value of your existence, it would have come to nothing, nothing. You should be thankful to me. And just yeah, be prepared for the, the torment that you wish, makes you wish for death. Odo's really good at these kinds of characters. You just, ah, oh, you hate him. You he's hate him so, so much. So hateable. So easily hateable. And he's still of the opinion that the the, the straw hats have been captured. It's like, hey, the fools came to rescue you, and by now they're already captured. 
And, you know, the, the straw hat and his crew are mounted nothing more than rubbish before the 10,000 strong force of Enos Lopi. So I'm going to take uh, a ship to the prison anyway and, and make and make, make them presents to the prison staff uh, at Impel Down. And Robin's immediately like, I cooperated with, cooperated with you so they would go away safely. And that's when Spanner's yeah. like, no, we agreed to let them sail safely from Water 7. But now they've come here. I feel like... If we didn't have enough of a reason already, it's like now the terms of the agreement are, you know, they're just completely got that wiggle room. Yeah, exactly. So Frankie's like, yeah, this this guy is a piece of trash. And he just starts kicking the both of them. card starts kicking the both of them. I hope Frankie bites him in the face again. I know. I would love that. <laughs> and he just says our method of tricking pirates to capture them is not something the Navy hides. So it's like I feel like that's a bit foreshadowing for what we get later in these sets of chapters. Yeah, and I feel like the sort of, the idea, or, or, you know, he says, we don't have to honor a promise to criminals. Like, that that very much feels like that's just the way that, you know, the, the, the Marines do things. Oh, absolutely is. And, oh, God, you see the frustration on her face. It's like, all this stuff I did. Feels like it's all coming crashing down. Yep. I, I hate that line, is all are powerless, powerless in the face of great justice, because it's just so hypocritical <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it's it's funny you know coming off of the live action show where i i feel like they they tried their best to add add some nuance early on to sort of the the dichotomy between the the pirates and the marines uh you know it's, you know it's like i'm gonna be a good pirate i'm gonna be a good marine and blah 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 and then you know here's just like now uh we will do we will commit uh countless atrocities in the name of justice <laughs> yeah uh which is make, why it makes it satisfying to go back to luffy as he's just continuing to rampage through and it's here that we start seeing a little bit of intelligence uh, from Bluno because he's kind of been kind of stoic up to this point, really not getting a lot out of him. But he's asking about have Luffy and the gang appeared and uh, I always forget his name, Zippermouth guy, just saying, you know, the director was so upset about the communication. But a little while ago, there were only five casualties. And that's when he notices that the receiver is off the hook. <laughs> So Which is, like, I mean, hmm. I, I feel like he <laughs> good on Bluno, at least for kind of like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's time to start moving things. Cuddy Flame is going to impel down and Nico Robbins is going to Navy headquarters. So uh, CP9, you can return to your rooms to catch your breath because after this, our status will grow, grow incredibly and we'll raise a glass of, of celebration. And Lucci's like, yeah, I don't feel like a toast because I'm not interest, interested in status or power. Basically, we're just assassins. We don't we don't agree with your ideals. We don't even have to agree with your ideals, but we're under orders from the government, and uh, we're just here for blood. We're here to murder when yeah, it's justified. Is, it's that, like, oh, that no. shot, and even yeah, that that even you know sends a shiver down Spandam's uh, spine. It's just like oh, <laughs> you know, we just want to be they're reliable. To kill. But, yeah. <laughs> That, that's the thing and it feels like that to me feels like they're they're ready for a fight is what's happening here mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're itching for it they're definitely itching for it luffy has successfully gotten away and made it to the in within sight of the final building but there's no road there's no way yeah. to get across <laughs> so what do we do when all of a sudden an air door opens up and the life is like oh you're the cow with the cow who was with the pigeon guy <laughs> so there's Bluno using his door door yeah. fruit. He, he, he sort of remembers. <laughs> sort of. And he's like, huh, I thought there must be more than five casualties. 
God, Bluto looks intimidating here. Just that that stoic stance that he's always had. And he's like, yeah, ah, no one's ever made it this as far as the entrance to the government. So how long do you plan on fighting? And Luffy just says, until I die. He's like, oh, yes. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Our first CP9 <laughs> fight. Yes. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All about this. We'll just get right, roll right into it with chapter 383, Luffy versus Bluno. We got another two-page spread, another uh, flying one here. Uh, it's pretty neat. I like it. Yeah, not much not much to really say, but it's good. We got Usopp and, Na- uh, and Robin uh, part of the proceedings again, which is always nice. So not much to say there, but uh, yeah, he's just uh, Luffy's just like, all right, Robin's in the building behind him. I just got to get by by you. So out of the way. Yep. And uh, that's when Bluno starts explaining some things like, yeah, you don't really realize what you're actually doing by uh, trying to rescue her. This is a major crime on a global scale. We kind of cut away from that, but it's like, huh, I guess that makes sense. But we'll again. Yeah, it does. (laughs) I feel like it's important to point out, but we'll yeah, we'll come back to that. (laughs) Yeah. In the meantime, Chopper being able to talk to animals continues to help as uh, we find out from Sodom that the Frankie family found him with his brother. Both were nearly dead and in the stomach of a giant Neptunian. I completely forgot they had a backstory. I know, I completely (laughs) forgot. (laughs) I had no idea they got a backstory, but... It's, it's so wholesome. They were found in the uh, the belly of a giant Neptunian. But since Frankie wasn't hungry, he didn't eat them. And ever since, they've been yeah. loyal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I guess it. I, I really do like that fact that like that really it kind of makes the Frankie family feel like even more of a family where you, you, even even their um, God, I, I keep forgetting what they're called. I keep they're calling them seahorses. Bull, they're bulls or something. I forget what exactly, bull, but something bulls. Y- Yagara bulls or something like Yagara, that? Yeah. I think I might yeah. refer to the size, but yeah, these guys. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, they are, they're as much of a part of the family as, you know, any other character. Uh, and so I, I was surprised, but pleasantly surprised to be like, oh, okay. Like they're actually like, they're, you know, getting fleshed out a decent amount. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a tight knit group and it's, it's. That's important for what we're going through here, I think. Yeah, and, and Chopper being the translator is just, is just cute. Yeah, always. That's when um, Sodom points out, uh, where'd the guy in the mask go? He didn't get on. Is that okay? And everybody realizes, <laughs> like, oh, no, Sniper King's not here. He was never here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just forgot about him. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we go back to Galilaw versus the court, versus the courthouse, courthouse guard force. Uh, that's a bit of a mouthful. And they, they are still holding him off just fine. Like, it, it is impressive as hell. I, I like, because um, you're kind of seeing Polly reflect here. on it, it, It's like, refle- he's thinking about um, just like Luffy and the Straw Hats is uh, like their resolve. Uh, and to me, it, it's a good just kind of like reminder of like what Polly's fighting for and why he's fighting. Uh, and you know, you, you sort of see flashing back to that scene where they were tied down. You know, and Luffy, or he's like asking Luffy, "Can you beat them?" Yes, and it's like, you know, this is you're seeing Polly's kind of like his absolute trust. In yeah, them. he has he has that faith that they can do that they can do it, and you know, it's he just wants revenge for for Iceberg. <laughs> you know, he's not yeah, rescuing, exactly. but it's just revenge. He's like, how dare they break our trust? And Oh, it's, it's it's good stuff. I like these just little character moments because it, it, it helps it divert from just 
beat him up, beat him up, beat him up, beat him up, but get a little bit of motion yeah. in there. Yeah, it's more than just like pure action. Yes. But we get back to Luffy and Bluno where Luffy's like, okay, what do you mean? And Bluno breaks it down. The world government is backed by the power of over 170 signatory nations from throughout the world's oceans. To attack this island, which belongs to that organization, is to raise a standard of revolt against every one of those countries. Uh, the government will expe- expose each one of you to, to public humiliation and inflict horrible deaths upon you. And it's just like, basically, with only a few dozen at most, you can't fight us. You're just declaring war and going to die. It's basically, you know, you're picking a fight with the entire planet's system of government. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And it's like, yeah. don't even bother. And, yeah. uh, and Luffy's just sort of getting ready for the fight. He's like, hey, fighting's useless. R6 powers technique at the Galley Law. You know how superior our combat strength. And uh, Luffy's just like, nah, I don't feel like giving up. Because yeah. I think we, earlier I'll... we had a little mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. It's, it was during Polly, and it's set up for this, where they said people can become weak when they hesitate, but when they know they can help, there is no limit to their strength. And that is pure yeah. setup for this, where Luffy surprises Bluno and gets through the iron body. He's like, what the hell? You're yeah. not nearly this strong before. I do remember a lot about this fight. I forgot that this is how it opens. And now seeing, like, we, we've kind of seen the buildup with the six powers of like, oh, you know, we can't touch them to, I think it was like, like Sanji got Bluno to budge a little bit. Mm-hmm. He almost and then broke, now, the, th- broke through it, but Luffy does. <laughs> yeah, he just 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 a good straight gum gum rifle to the gut, and it gets him to push back. <laughs> and even more impressive. Yeah, I use, love he, this one. Oh, this is this is so cool. He tries to use <laughs> shave. Luffy spots him, grabs him by the collar, and just shoves him into the wall. Yeah, like he, basically just predicting where he was going to go, and it just. <laughs> And that God, that line from Luffy there, uh, where you know he's do whatever you want with the world of the government. We just came to get Robin back. <laughs> like all of that stuff about declaring war on the world, he doesn't care. Like he he just wants his friend back, and he will, you know, through hell or high water. <laughs> I love that. I love these moments with Luffy where it's just like I don't care what the implications are or what your grandstanding is or whatever it's all about. You hurt yep. my friend. You are going down. Damn the consequences. Yeah. Uh, God. I mean, and that that's sort of like the only bit of the fight we get for this chapter, but like kind of starting it off with Luffy being able to like, okay, he's kind of, you know, he's got something. He's yeah. not completely powerless against the six powers. And it just, it, it makes me so excited. Oh, I, it's, what a great be- opener yeah. to the fight. You know, just yeah. all he does is land two hits. But they're two damn good hits. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, we're back to Sodom and Gomorrah. We're still going through the main road and trying to uh, to, to, to reach you know, where Luffy is. Uh, but, of course, they're freaking out, like, where the heck is Sniper King? And Zoro is the one calm one. It's like, each time we've passed an island, we've gotten stronger. And each time he's been on an island, he's cheated death. No one who it's dies a very easily. Funny way to word it. Us. Yeah, I know he hasn't gotten he's stronger. Right. He's just cheated death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong though. <laughs> no, not exactly. But he has faith in Us- Usopp or Sniper yeah. King or however. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a ki- hey, we got a name a King Bull because King Bulls. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna try to commit that to memory because I keep forgetting. <laughs> the funny thing is, I doubt it matters after these set of chapters. 
<laughs> because unfortunately it's a hard road to get there and it's 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 not going to be easy not going to be a straight shot because poor sodom takes a sniper bullet to the side explosive or not even a bullet just an explosive really yeah just a cannon fire to the neck and yeah. down he goes really and just saying yeah sodom's done for the artillery struck his chest hurry before he falls we won't save anyone if we don't move forward so Sodom is like, no, go, go for it. And they all yeah. jump over Aww. to Gamora and you have to leave him behind. It's like, no, not Sodom. You really get the like the vibe that there's like there's so many heroic sacrifices happening here where, you know, it was first it was the Galila guys like, you know, we'll take care of this. You go. And then mm. now, you know, OK, we've lost one of the King Bulls. So, you know, keep going. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's the, those rough moments, but uh, yeah, that's that's it for now. But we do have a, a, our continuation of the fan favorite moves uh, mm-hmm. from earlier on. Fourth place, Fire Fist from Ace, uh, and then all the others are uh, Luffy and Sanji, Gum Gum Bazooka, <laughs> Bad Manners Kick Course, which honestly that's a really good one. That's, I, I almost that feel like really that should have been one. higher. Gum Gum Storm, and then Arme de Lair, uh, which mm-hmm. is a Zoro and Sanji and Zoro combination. Move. I think. I think at this point in the story, I think Gum Gum Storm might be my favorite, uh, at least of Luffy's techniques. So I'd, I'd, I'd rank it fairly high, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's just because it's the one, you know, that he took out Crocodile with. But I don't know. It's just it, it's conceptually. It's just cool. <laughs> yeah. Plus with, uh, you know, Bazooka is usually, usually one of his other finishing moves. So yeah. it makes sense. But yeah, let's go ahead and. Jump over to chapter 384. There's more coming, but that's it for now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Definitely don't get enough here. But yeah, 384, signal the counterattack, where just as Mr. Three is about to leave, somebody comes to stop him. Yeah. And I have no idea who. (laughs) Certainly, based off of the silhouette, I, I didn't have any idea. No, not at all. So yeah, we'll have to see how that all turns out. But uh, in the meantime... Time to see what Sniper King's up to as, yeah, he missed boarding the King Bull. Uh, he's like, all right, what should I do? Um, the, the shipwrights are impressive. And I already left the crew once, so maybe I should just run away. And we get the internal monologue. It's like, again, it's like, Sniper King, how, Usopp, how could you lie? Or, I'm so confused now. Sniper King, Usopp, how could you both lie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? But, yeah, he's he's... Like, this is an opportunity to run away. It's like, no, no. You hid your identity just so you could come along. Robin's risking her life to protect us. It's important. I must fight no matter what. So there's only one way to get through. Uh, I disguise myself as a government employee and pass through unnoticed through the government hordes. So let's do that. <laughs> but just as he's about to leave, he starts slipping on some water. And it's like, what the heck? And that's when he talks to the giants. Or I believe it's yep. Oishi specifically. Oishi's just like lamenting, basically. It's like after fifty years we've failed with the shame of Elboff. I'm sorry, my my chiefs, and that immediately gets uh, Usopp's attention. Elboff, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. O- Oimo, yeah, Oimo and Kashi, uh, and that's when we get their backstory. They were pirates together until a hundred years ago, but on a certain island, their two chiefs began a duel. Uh, the group ended up disbanding, and all the crew members had to return home. But after m- many years, none of the, neither chief returned. So after 50 years, they were like, okay, something's wrong with this. So him and Kashi set sail to find them. But along the way, the Navy found them, and they made them tell, tell them about 
what will happen with the chiefs. Uh, and that's when they told him that they, the Navy, the government had actually captured their chiefs and they were in a government prison 50 years ago. But there we got a deal. Work for us for 100 years, defend the gate for that long, and they'll return the chiefs. So since giants have such long lives, 100 years out of their 300 is no big deal. They accepted it to try to get their chiefs back. But because the Straw Hats got past them, that deal's off. They failed and they're never going to get the chiefs back. And that's when Usopp realizes, like, I've met those chiefs. And then, yeah, which, oh, man. <laughs> as soon as you started talking about him, like, you know who he's talking about. You know like, you know what's coming. It's like, damn it, Oda, you brought it back. You brought it yeah. back again. I, I love that it is specifically, like, Usopp who's able to have this conversation because he was yes. the one who was the most enthralled with the Giants on Little Garden. Yes, he is a major fan of the Giants and their coda and the, the bravery of that they always show. And he's just like, I got plenty of proof. I know the, 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 how they laugh, their weapons, their techniques. I know all about them because we really met. They weren't captured. That's a lie. And it's like, oh, oh boy, yep. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Us- Usopp, Sniper King, my boy. <laughs> really. Yeah, which... That that was another uh, that was a whole another element of this arc that I had completely forgotten, um, but it is like, I, I mean, I mean, just come this coming right after like Zoro's speech of just like you know like ah, he'll he'll figure out a way to pull through basically, and it's just like yeah, this is this is how Usopp pulls through. Yeah, he's able to think on his feet, make those connections, and just when it comes down down and dirty to it, he just he finds a way, and it's ah, it's yep. it's great. We still got our. Strange, strange three-headed guard of the main courthouse, and I'll be honest, my uh, my eyes kind of glazed over on these next couple pages because of them. Yeah, they're not the most <laughs> enthralling, but the the big takeaway here is we're letting loose the eleven righteous jurors, which apparently will crush the entire town. But whatever, yeah, they're, they're big news it. apparently. Yeah, big a big deal. All that matters is that Gamora is still racing through the uh, the government fire, and there's too prepared for an ambush. It's too rough to get through, but Gamora is dead set. And all the while, the transmodder snail gets picked up for, uh, for Nami, where Kokoro says, I got some news for you. Basically, there's no road between the courthouse and the Tower of Law. So... There's a tower on either side, right? On the top, there's a lever on the top floor of each tower. If you pull it, the drawbridge lowers between the courthouse and the tower. That's how you get across. So Luffy's already there. He just needs to pull the lever. Which, uh, I, that kind of gives them a goal, too. Yeah, because it was already trying to get to Luffy, but they were like, oh, Luffy's already fighting one of the CP9 members up top there. Yeah. So, gotta get to that. And Kokoro just says, hey, I've got lots of information, so, because I, you know, visited here once before with, with Tom. And I guess that's where Kokoro is going to be. She's an information broker at this point. Yeah, which that all makes sense. Although this all happening again, while she's just like on the outer edge of the chaos, just taking a swig <laughs> is, is, is pretty great. Yep. I was going to comment on this with the with the, uh, the Usopp stuff too, but I, I really love how Oda is able to really make sure that like every character has something to do. Even if it's something small, like, mm-hmm. you know, Somebody has some inside of information. Somebody, you know, like Nami's able to clear out a whole uh, room of guys, basically. And, you know, Usopp's over here. Like, everybody kind of has, like, their own little objectives and their own little, like, goal. And their own, you know, they all have something kind of fairly major to contribute. It, 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 yeah. it doesn't feel like they're, he's making up an excuse to have, like, to give a character something to do. No, no. And, and the only ones who haven't 
really contributed in a major way, at least so far, is Zoro and Sanji. But you know that's coming. Like, we've got oh, translations yeah. <laughs> from, from Chopper, as you said, with Nami and Usopp. And, and now we got Frankie family. It's like, all right, it's our job to uh, split off and lower the drawbridge. So uh, let, let's do that. And all of a sudden, these chain balls just smack across uh, Gamora and knock him down. And it's, it's just like, oh, no. Uh, Gamora is down. They're ready to surround and, and kill him, and you could just see it. They're like, "Oh no, we're in, we are definitely in trouble yeah. because they are just yeah." There's so many of them. Yeah, I guess, and, and that's kind of the downside about like like the King Bulls have been like great transportation, but they're massive targets. Yeah, and then we get more from Frankie and Robin, and it's just a small little thing here, which is kind of makes you feel kind of sad, but also it's like I hope he realizes gets to find out soon what's actually going on here because he's like yeah. You must be happy. It's to be expected that no one co- would come to help. But you don't see me getting bitter because my men haven't come for me. Oh, Frankie's got to resign to his fate. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely resigned to his fate at this point. And uh, Robin is it's just like, you should be happy because your friends are coming to help you. But of course, she's not because she's just trying to protect them the entire time. Right. And she knows what's at stake and knows that, you know, as much as she could trust them, that, you know, like. It's going to be a very hard road to save her. But Galila is starting to wear down. There's just too many men. And the giants appear and the government celebrating is like, yes, they've got their second wind. Take them out. And of course, Oimo and Kashi are like, how dare you trick us? And they start yep. whacking all of the, all of the uh, Marines. It's like, yes. Yeah. I love that they're just like, before we rejoice over our chief's safety, before we lament our lost time, we'll vent our anger until we're satisfied. Join us, <laughs> Sniper God, King. <laughs> that is oh, so rad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that feels like 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 Usopp is just like the Sniper King. He's taken charge yes. in his own way. The giant uh, tamer. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Do have an SBS? Nothing too major. We know that uh, Frankie's fueled by cola because it tastes good. And we get a Makes demonstration of how Chopper plays rock, paper, scissors. There we go. It's, it's a little bit of a stretch, but sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, fine. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Time for our final chapter for this set. 385, There Is A Way. And wow, it's actually Mr. Two. You must yep. not fail in life. And Mr. Two, he's kind of kind of looks good in a suit. Got to admit, I gotta say that's he does look he's really good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, is what's going on here is that like Mr. Three was trying to escape on his own, and 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 Bond Clay's here is like, no, you come and help. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. It's like you can't just keep running and all this. It's like you need yep. to accept the results of of stuff like that because that's absolutely his coda. It's yep. also kind of fitting that Mr. Two shows up when it's talking about there is a way. I'm yeah. Think about his Oh Come My Way karate. <laughs> yeah. How serendipitous. Man, Mr. Two is amazing. Like, Mr. If, two, I'm so glad. I was so, I'm so happy to see him here. I know. If we get a season two of, of the live action, I am so excited to see who they cast for Mr. Two. Yes, please. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, a little bit ago, before Bluno left, we get a little bit of a mini flashback here, uh, where as CP9 was leaving, Spandom gave the devil fruit to uh, Kaku and Khalifa. This actually gets us some, like, you'd think it'd be a little, eh? Like, okay, whatever, they're taking their fruit, we're getting this set up. But it makes it get a little bit more interesting because Jabra starts freaking out. 
don't bring yeah. it near me. It's like, don't you know, if you possess those powers, it means a devil lives inside your body. If I got close to that fruit, a devil would jump out of it and start fighting with the devil inside me and my body would explode. And they're like, wait, no, that's not a thing. Yeah. That's that's not a rumor. What you're talking about is an example of is of someone who ate two devil fruits, which is not something we've had brought up before is what happened if somebody eats two. Yeah, which I mean, and that that basically is, you know, that's the explanation. You know, you eat two and your body will explode and you'll die. Um, but I, I sort of like the idea of it being framed around like that the devil fruits have such mystery about them that even like a CP9 agent would kind of, you know, there, there's a bit of mystery and a, a bit of rumor uh, and, you know, kind of like stories getting twisted and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and you know, we this is the guy who's already had a devil fruit, too. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. And that's why so, he's so, so freaked out. Willing to eat one, doesn't know how it works. <laughs> and Lucci's just like, ah, greedy fools destroy themselves. If you think about the risk of just one fruit, you can imagine the curse by consuming a second one. So yeah, I I imagine that must. Be, I, I don't think that came up ever in like in. I don't think Otis ever answered it in an SBS, but I would imagine that that was a fairly common question. It probably was, but he didn't address it at all. He, he just talked about um, if somebody can have the same devil fruit, which I'm. Oh right, right. That's that's the only thing he took told told about. That's the thing about the devil fruits, man. Oda plays his cards very close to the chest with these, and I feel like even even now in in current year we don't really know that much about them <laughs> um but i definitely no i, I like theory time hmm? the one piece is actually the source of all devil fruits oh <laughs> <laughs> see that would be interesting yeah yeah it would uh yeah. what were you about to say though oh, oh just that like the idea that even to you know government folks that these things are still kind of like mystical and weird uh i think is is really cool and you don't even learn the name of the fruit uh, until you gain its power. So it's it, it's always a complete gamble what you get. Yeah, and there are apparently uh, there are um, reference books for these, but they're from what you can extrapolate. They're probably not very reliable or complete. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how often do you get to really document it? And it's only one per. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Lucci's just like, eh, whatever. It all it all depends on how you use it. You won't get weaker. And being unable to unable to swim isn't a big deal. So people have been searching, just trying trying to find a devil fruit. So eat them; it'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. The, I also like that the pigeons have it a drink. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a major drip from uh, Lucci. He's just been nothing yeah, but he, drip since his his whole reveal. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Ever ever since the events at the Iceberg's house, he's just been like, "All right, time to I'm going to dress well and just rock it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And then Jabber's still like, don't eat it. It tastes like poop, like poop. <laughs> and then the other zipper mouth is just like, eh, it just doesn't want you to get stronger. <laughs> I, I think that th these interactions are much needed among the, the CP9 folks. Yeah, it makes them feel more like a cohesive unit. Yeah, yeah. And they're all, they're all even though their job is very serious and they take their jobs very seriously, they can also still be a little silly. For sure. It's just like, no, just sell them. And they're both like, nah, it could be fun. And if it's good, it's good power. I welcome it. They just, uh, they yeah. just both eat it. And they're both like, ooh, <laughs> it's yeah. disgusting. Half <laughs> around and find out. Yep. And now they're just like, all right, what power did you get? I, I like that we get the transition here of how, how this all goes. It's like you'll notice the enormity of the transformation soon. New powers have been born. So identify those powers as soon as you can. Hard to say what they'll be. We don't know yet. They're just sort of waiting to see what happens. But it's such, it's very serious looks. Yeah. 
But back to the present day, it's still Luffy versus Bluno as the fight hasn't really progressed since that, uh, that those two hits. Now it's time for the attempt to use Moonwalk and Tempest Kick and Luffy is able to dodge and we get Iron Body Wheel uh, matched up with door door fruit and that's when this power get this this whole fight gets interesting because yeah you're really these, seeing like, the potential what bluno could do yeah it's i i've forgotten like this all basically happens like in a sequence just like of all of the different ways that uh bluno can use the door door powers but like always it's like even though when one person seems like they have an advantage uh, the other person will likely pull out something before it's actually done so yep. it's time to put luffy back on the back foot and yeah, he can change anything into a door. And that includes Luffy's face, which he turns into yeah, a revolving which, door, which is kind of disturbing. It's disturbing, but I I love this stupid cartoon logic. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made him dizzy and then tried using Tempest Kick. And that's that's all we really see. We don't really see uh, anything, any results from that. And they're just like, OK, we got to get up to Luffy and help. Uh, and we got to break through this. Uh, but poor Gamora is paralyzed after the steel balls and they're just attacking all the, uh, all the, they're just getting peppered with gunfire at this point. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, that's when Chopper says nobody get off because Gamora is saying, hold on tight. And Gamora, despite the injuries, forces himself up to his, uh, onto his wheels <laughs> that he has his yeah. treads and they're still blasting him as he starts taking down buildings and clearing out guys as he just keeps pushing forward i didn't think i'd start feeling things for the king bulls <laughs> i know right he's just like i said he says i made a promise to sodom leave the rest to me i will carry them both for both for both of us and we get flashbacks of them being found about them becoming the family the the happiness of being together right off the bat and it's just like it's it's such great teamwork too because it's like no don't just blindly plunge forward it's a dead end you'll die if you hit it and I got this awesome line from Sanji and Zora I don't see a, yep. a dead end and they just smash through it allowing him to get through you know after what Zoro and Luffy did to a giant like ocean wave yeah they can they cut through a wall like, I'm, uh, yeah sure it, it doesn't even register <laughs> no no this this makes complete sense and yeah yeah they they successfully get to the front of the courthouse. And Gamora is able to pass out with a smile on his face. Oh, he did it. He did it. I can't. What? Freaking Oda, man. <laughs> they just care about these king bulls. Yeah. Amazing. I, I completely thought they just were like, okay, yeah, you know, they're here. This is completely superfluous or whatever. Uh, but no, like they actually, again, everybody has something to contribute. You know, even even the animals. Mm -hmm. And we're still just very much trying to reach CP9. Like We're, we're, we're trying one. to get there. <laughs> <laughs> we're fighting one, but there's still seven more waiting. So, oh I'm boy. honestly really surprised how entertaining this section has been, too. Yeah, because Oda balances nonstop action with storytelling a lot. Because it's one of those things where it feels like you, we should be able to get through these chapters pretty quickly because they're all fights. And sometimes that will be the case, which just fights because it's the big one-on-ones. But with this chaos of everybody fighting, they still found ways to put story into it. Uh, having yep. more reason to dislike Spandom, have origins of Devil Fruit and new lore about Devil Fruit and the, or the implications of this attack at all. Like there is still storytelling happening rather than just pure action. Yeah. It, honestly, there's 
a lot happening. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, there there is a lot of like tiny little threads to juggle, and it's it, I think that's what makes it so entertaining. Uh, it, it doesn't feel like, like I feel like in a lot of other shonen manga, like this is the part where you would you would start to get bogged down and just like all right, you know, everybody has to do their thing. Yep, it's just it's time for fight, 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 and that sort of yeah. that sort of thing. And I'm sure we'll get there at some point with Enos Lobby, but there's still a little bit of story to tell. And, yep. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to the showdowns. I'm looking forward to more of Luffy versus Bluno to see how that goes. Oh, it's it's oh, it's good stuff. I'm so excited. Yep. We're in the thick of it, man. <laughs> yes, we are. But uh, with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 381 to 385 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? Uh, I'm at Brandon on Twitter talking about uh, anime manga games in my job. And uh, yeah, you know, just (laughs) holding down the fort. There you go. That's all, that's all we can do. But hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad-free three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 386 to 390 of One Piece. So until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. An invasion like this is unprecedented. This is the furthest anyone has ever infiltrated into the mouth of the world government. But that ends here. Tell me, how long do you plan to keep fighting? Until I die.